0: and welcome i am so excited to share with you fumble to faith my new podcast where i talk about starting over with god where you are every time and any time that you may need to because face it we have all been there his word says in deuteronomy 31 6 he will go before you and he will never leave you nor forsake you I'm your host, Ferrari, and I am by no means a pastor, minister, or faith leader, but I am a servant of the Lord living in sin, who one day decided to ask God for help and really take him up on it. I'm delighted to share my story and my journey with you. I have rewrote the script so many times, and for every recording, I was told, not yet. I had about three different topics to speak on because so much has been on my mind lately. Not to mention a guest with this episode, but every time I recorded and wrote a script, it was like I was speaking about things that aren't currently going through my mind or that I'm currently going through. And God has specifics about this podcast. Truth be told, it's for me, you know, but God told me to document this journey and he told me to share my ups and downs to encourage someone else. What a way to show me it's not about me lately i felt like a fraud a liar and i've been very lonely just talking with god i told him my worries of how i felt and he reminded me that this is exactly why he told me to start the podcast for everyone who feels like this and doesn't know what to do in these times so here's this episode For the sake of making sure I was getting a pod posted this week, I thought I would just tell you about my past couple of weeks and why it's important for me to continue this, whether or not I'm able to be consistent of when these episodes are posted. I am a one man show and I have to hear from God on every part of this journey as I've had trouble in decision making in my past. For starters, um, feelings from my past couple of weeks, right? Um, I've been feeling inadequate i've been feeling like why me or how am i any different and why didn't you call someone else for this type of assignment i've been feeling like yet again here's something else i can't do what god has called me to do um and he has had me in a chokehold with this current assignment and he's constantly reminding me that um i have no choice into doing this and this is so much bigger than myself you know he's had me look at life in entirety and reminded me that it's me against me. And what I mean when I say that is I'm the only person that can truly stop me from doing what God has called me to do. Even if someone has been emotionally manipulated, deceived, mistreated, cheated and stolen from like, when you look back on how you've got to where you are, it started with decisions that you've made you know and the Bible states in Isaiah 54:17 that no weapon that is fashioned against you shall succeed and you shall refute every tongue that rises against you in judgment which means that nothing that we go through on earth can knock us down or keep us down because of the glory of God and his promises to us we have to remember in everything we go through ups and downs God is right there with us every time celebrating and crying. And I forget this so often, and it gets hard for me to turn straight to him every time. And I want to be in a place where that's the first thing I'm doing. And in everything that i've had my hands on lately if it's not of god i am stretched so thin trying to hold on to whatever it is it slips through my fingers as if god is telling me you have to let go one way or another even as i prepare the script for this podcast i begin to think of everything i've put myself through in the past couple of years and everything that i don't like about my life and it all comes from decisions that i've made out of fear or lust or confusion As I'm like proofreading the script right for recording, I was going through some of the same feelings that I'm describing in today's podcast, just completely lost, like cried most of today out of confusion as to why it's taken me so long to find a home for me and my children, or why is it taking me so long to find a job, and what do I do about money? I even think of all the illegal things that I could do for money, but God continues to tell me we are working on ourselves. You know, and I'm grateful that I have this relationship with God because with the things that come to mind, with the ways that people get money, it's like, man, you know, the way that the world blinds you and tricks you, it's very scary. If anyone knows what it feels like to wait on God's timing, you know it's nothing like ours. In these moments, God reminds me that. I was taught and I've learned to manipulate my way into what I want and that i can't manipulate him into my blessings waiting on god's timing is especially hard when you are waiting with four littles and in someone else's space how do you tell them to wait on god's timing when making decisions out of fear there's a statement i like by a woman named ashley jansen who said making decisions out of fear happens when you're afraid of the potential outcome and what's potential Having or showing capacity to become or develop into something in the future. So basically, me making decisions out of fear is really just me overthinking. I'm literally making fearful decisions and trying to control the outcome. Overthinking about the good, the bad, the in-between. And preparing myself for the worst because that's usually what I get. Which is weird though because I don't talk much when I'm in certain situations. So I have now learned that and have taken accountability for a lot of times when I haven't received something that I wanted, it's because I didn't ask for it. And I, I take accountability for that. I do. But I also believe that I already know who I'm dealing with. So a lot of times, it's just easier to not expect anything. I try to remind myself that God gave us a spirit of you know, not of fear, but of power and love and of self-control. And that's Second Timothy 1, 7, you know, but it also gives me the questions of then how come I don't have self-control? You know, when the word speaks life over me, it's so hard for me to receive because I'm dead most days. And what I mean by that is, you know, the word is life and living of the world is sin and the wages of sin is death. So when I'm walking through life and I'm not turning to God when I'm needing help and when I'm needing help and making decisions, when I'm needing help and raising my children, I'm turning to people or I'm turning to vices like, you know, that's me sinning. And that means I'm walking through life dead and I don't want to make decisions out of fear. I think about the decisions that I've made out of lust and they're usually out of selfishness and greed in my case and when the decisions never like they never end up well like my lustful decisions never end up well from food to friends i am it just never ends up well it doesn't matter and i'm never able to make good decisions when i'm thinking lustful it's so fleshly right and well the desires of the flesh are against the spirit and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing things you want to do like yo that's just me like all day and i'm sorry lord but it helped me to understand how selfish i am reading the bible told me a lot about myself if you guys are not in the habit of picking up that bible every day you absolutely should be okay like if you want to know anything about yourself read the bible and it will tell you and if you don't know where to start i know you'll hear so many people tell you to just start at the beginning of the New Testament but I like to tell people to start in Proverbs because Proverbs is a book written for um, to give you wisdom and it's written for young Christians so I like to think as it you know as your baby food it gives you wisdom and like immediate wisdom as into how to live life now. And then after Proverbs, you should read Psalms. And then after Psalms, you can start with New Testament. And then when you're really into it, and it doesn't matter if you finish New Testament or not, you can start from the beginning and read all the way through. Because I'm telling you, it's a wonderful story. It's And it's so many ways to get into it. If you are driving and just say it's you're a radio listener and you're tired of listening to what's on the radio, Listen to the Bible on audio when you start hearing these stories, you're gonna be like she did what like he did who? What is happening? Like it's it's just like it is today. And I promise you if you want to know anything about yourself Read the Bible and it will read you for filth. Okay, because that's exactly what's happening to me Exactly what's happening to me. Okay? (laughs) It's crazy. It is so crazy. But then I have, you know, times where I make decisions out of confusion. And that's just what it is. It is confusing as ever. And I've even been so confused that I let others make decisions for me or persuade me in my decisions. Or I get so confused that I'll just go off of my emotions and how I feel about that person or that thing at that time. And let me tell you. It is the worst living that way. It has it has to be a sin because when I tell you, it's even confusing to talk about because it's like, how can I not make decisions for myself? How can I not, you know? Why am I so afraid to make decisions by myself? I, you know, in the first thing, I'm not gonna lie to you that I think about when I begin to make decisions is the fact that my marriage didn't work. Like if you couldn't even, you know, choose right or do right, it's like, what? how are you gonna do the next thing right? I literally think like that, y'all. And I, in these moments, I have to remind myself that, you know, thank you Lord for taking captive of my thoughts. I rebuke you Satan in the name of Jesus Lord you said you will give me peace beyond all understanding so I thank you for peace beyond all understanding and I have to say that in those moments you know because I never want to revert back to making emotional decisions because also some of the worst decisions that I've ever made in my life and God is not a God of confusion but a God of peace. And that's First Corinthians fourteen thirty three. So every day through my tears and anger, fear, anxiety, sadness, loneliness, like I try to remind myself that God is a God of peace and he'll give me peace beyond all understanding. God is a God of love and he loves me past my feelings. God is a God of understanding and he shows me grace and mercy daily. And that is something I tell myself every day and whenever i begin to get confused first corinthians 14 33 but god is not a god of confusion but a god of peace and you promised me peace beyond all understanding and i thank you for it period (laughs) god is a faithful god most days i wake up with a message from him and it's bittersweet i know what you're thinking how can hearing from god be a bittersweet moment well most times I already know what he's gonna tell me, but I just uh, have to hear it, um, and it convicts me when he speaks to me. But I love it, and it's like a, a wanting conviction. It's like you wanna hear it, you know. It's not like a, you know, like a spanking from a parent. It's like a a hug from a parent when it comes to prayer i used to say things like um you know i read my bible or god knows my heart i used to be that kind of christian a god knows my heart kind of christian but let me tell you it was an excuse for myself and my behavior because god knows my heart and he is my creator but it was a bunch of bull stuff to just like live in the world when it comes to praying you cannot simply think about it like like and I don't do that anymore. But let me just tell you, unless words are leaving your mouth, you are not doing anything besides thinking about it. You have to physically open your mouth and speak to God. He, yes, he knows your thoughts and your innermost heart desires, but the word specifically speaks even in Romans 10 that you are to believe with your heart and confess with your mouth. Well, listen, most times we're out here confessing because I know I am confessing that I'm a sinner and that I'm of the world just cussing and acting a fool when I'm passionate about something I don't shut up like listen I couldn't seem to talk to God at one point because I felt so guilty about my behavior and it would cause like days to get back to the foot of him like y'all do not understand just like I felt like I am not worthy of his grace and mercy, and I was definitely not showing myself any grace or mercy. So I couldn't understand, like, if I can't even show this to myself, like, I know he's not gonna show it to me. You know what I mean? And I'm the nicest person I know you know in quotations like shut up girl and get it together like I struggled so hard you know but the bible says that you have to speak to that mountain to move it but if you are not praying out loud then you are only thinking about the prayer which I do often being an overthinker I'll think about prayer all day so much that I that I'll believe that I've prayed and forget to actually open my mouth and talk to God like you have to confess with your mouth and sing out your praises to the Lord you have to read the word out loud over yourself speak the word out loud over yourself say the words out loud over yourself don't just think about it like it the bible says to speak life over yourself and the word is life like let me tell you when i said that i feel like a fraud or a liar or I like wanting to share my journey with Christ. It was so hard because all I could think about was my fleshly desires and my fleshly behavior and like what everyone else would think. And let me tell y'all something. I don't care. I don't care what anyone else thinks because in the moments of me needing someone or me going through something, there is so many people who will say they're available and they're willing to go through things with you. But then they you have to it's a cost and it's a price. I don't care. And I am not talking about money. I am talking about emotion, feeling, love, servancy. Like I am talking about there is a price that you pay for some people to help you. And it is not a monetary price. Let me just tell you that. And I have to truly begin to believe in God and know that not only does he mean well for me, but if I am doing what he's saying that he means well for my children and I always question like how can I lead them how can I do you know monkey see monkey do and he had to remind me like they do what they see you do so if you know that coming back to the foot of me is where you also want your children to be where you also know your children need to be then you need to be doing it and that's where i keep my reminder at let me tell you something like you cannot simply think about the prayer you have to speak to move the mountains in your life you know you hear people talk about all this manifesting and energy in the universe who created the universe okay so stop speaking to the things that the creator created and speak to the creator over your life like stop playing out here in these streets like because it gets real and it's getting real and if you don't believe that then something is wrong like i had to get real with myself because i began to think about like what others would say and not about what God has already told me. I think about my church upbringing and I think about where my family and my friends are in their walk with Christ. And if they'll understand, I think about the guys that I've dated and if they'll understand, look, look, who cares y'all who cares? But let me tell you, I think about my co-parent and, and my children, you know, and if they'll understand and I have to keep reminding girl, he'll give you peace beyond all understanding. So that's all the understanding everybody else will need. Is the peace that you have an understanding who you are and whose you are. And that's it. Because my relationship with God is non-negotiable. I cannot live life on my own. I think about when people say like, I listened to so many coaches lately and um, podcasts and seminars and everyone says don't think about it just do it do it out of fear do it scared you know do it sad etc well this is my time to just do it like i have been on this walk for years and i am not an infant in my relationship with god and let me tell you we talk about how you have to practice you know a sport in order to great get good and when you get a job you have to practice this job they train you for and then you're on a 90-day probation like you have to practice reading your word every day before it becomes a habit especially because of how fast-paced the world has come has become i'm sorry like you have to slow down yourself and remember to read. So many people don't even want to pick up a book. You just want to flip through your phone. But if we get to a point where there's no electricity and your phone dies, what do you do? Like you need to be able to settle your spirit on reading God's word and understanding it and feeling it, touching it and knowing it for your own life in order to speak it over yourself. And you have to, because the starting point of our lives is wrapped up in loving God by understanding that once we accept Jesus Christ died for us on the cross you have been redeemed and now this can be hard to believe When you're walking around and breathing in your trauma every single day, almost like when you wash that Tupperware bowl that you put spaghetti in and it's still residue. Well, the best thing to remind yourself is is who you are and whose you are, and with God, even your residue will be removed. People are always going to talk; they're always going to talk about you, and there isn't a person on earth that who doesn't get talked about. Jesus got talked about. We have to get over our fears and do what God is calling you to do. And most times, if they're talking it's because you're doing something right or something that they wish they could do every time i have to i look at myself in the mirror and i say that god is close to the brokenhearted and he will never leave me nor forsake me and i can do all things through christ There's- through Christ that strengthens me I know that the I know that I need the Lord's guidance in all things concerning me and my life so I choose to wake up every day walking in God's will over my life I have no choice I need his strength to carry on and his word literally says that he's our refuge and our strength a very present help in trouble and I'm in trouble so here's my SOS y'all like I need help guys like and this is me you know and my plea to God so I thank you guys for listening and you be blessed and that brings us to the end of this episode I hope you enjoyed here's my sos always remember that love is the only remedy for hate I'm praying for you always tune into our next episode which I hope to be posted <laughs> bi-weekly on Fridays. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and hit the notification button so you know when I do post new episodes. And make sure to follow me on social media, Fumble to Faith on IG and TikTok. Always remember First John 419. We love because he first loved us. Be blessed, guys.